Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right. All of it, the mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat. Welcome back, y'all. I'm super excited. We have another episode on Mom Chat Show. I have a wonderful guest that's definitely going to help y'all in a whole nother level because we all know motherhood is not easy and we need all the help that we can get, especially when they're a little bitty. That is can be the hardest part of being a mom and having a little infant and trying to figure out how can I take care of them the best that I can? How can I get them to go to sleep and feel like they're rested and they're happy and I'm happy as well? And my guest will definitely help you with all those things. So without further ado, I'm gonna have her introduce herself and tell you all the things that she does. Hi everyone. So my name is Niharika and I work as a baby and toddler sleep consultant. So what I basically do is I work with tired moms who are sleep deprived and whose babies are not sleeping through the night when they should be. So I work with those moms, help them to get their babies sleep through the night and stay asleep. Awesome. That is so amazing. So I would love to know, like, first off, how long have you been a mom? And also, how long have you been in this field? Like, what made you want to go this route? Yeah, so I gave birth to my daughter in 2017. And we had just moved to US after a year. Um, So we are originally from India. And we moved to Miami in 2017 and my daughter was born and she was like 14 months and she was not sleeping through the night. She was waking up at every 45 minutes, feeding and then sleeping. And I was not getting any sleep while she used to catch up on the sleep during the day. And I was going like a zombie for days and it was not working. And I used to frantically Google at 2 a.m., you know, at my mobile, like, how can I get my baby to sleep? And another thing was when I used to go to the pediatrician, she used to ask me, so is she sleeping through the night? And I was like, no, (laughs) she's not sleeping through the night. And then she used to say that she should be sleeping through the night. So I was like, this is not working. My baby is not a unicorn baby and I need to do something about it. So then I was introduced to this world of sleep coaching that I've never heard of. And it was like uh, an alien concept Um, where I I come from. It was always co-sleeping and attachment parenting. And that's what I was doing. And it was not working for our family. We were not getting any sleep. So then I sleep trained my daughter at 14 months of age. And then my mind was like just had a light bulb moment. I was like, this is genius. Like all moms should do it who are struggling. So, and then, uh, you know, I got busy with my daughter and then we moved uh, a couple of times back to India and then back to, we are in Mississippi right now. And then I'm like little settled in life and my daughter is like four and a half now. So I was like, well, I really like this job. And so let's get certified. And I started getting certified like eight eight or nine months back. And now I am like fully certified in baby and toddler sleep. And uh, I have done like at least 300 hours of training and at 100 hours of 
practical training, working with parents um, with babies zero to five years old. And so I've helped families getting their babies sleep through the night like they were before in my shoes. And so I totally relate. <laughs> I've been through it. I've, I'm a former sleep deprived mom. So yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. And I'm looking forward to helping more families. Oh my goodness. I can totally relate to that. Oh my gosh. So with my oldest, he was the main one. I have three kids, by the way. And my oldest, he just was not trying to go to sleep. He had a mind of his own, literally right when he came out. And I was just exhausted. I already didn't really know fully what to do, you know, because in the beginning half, you're just trying to figure it out. You don't really know what to do, what not to do. And you just know that you have this little baby and they're like depending on you and you're depending on them. And you're just like, what is this? So nighttime came, he was wide awake. He was a night owl. And I'm like, no, you have to go to sleep. Like they said, you're supposed to do this and this and this, and this is not happening. And it continued on. And then he became colicky. So I was just exhausted. I was drained in the beginning half and I would have loved to have known about services like this because I just struggled through it and eventually made my way, but it would have made things a whole lot easier if I had somebody to be like, hey girl, try this, this this might actually make a difference or try that because the doctors really didn't give me much to work on. They just told me, you know, well, maybe he's gassy or maybe he's this, maybe it was (laughs) everything was like, maybe this, maybe that. And I'm like, okay, but I know that, but he's still not sleeping. Like, even if he's got to see, I gave him the little, you know, they have little drops and they tell you to give those to them and that calms the gas. He would release the gas and then he would still be roving around and cooing and we're just staring at each other. So completely get that. And I think that that's amazing that you decided to create a change for yourself and you realized like there was something that wasn't right. (laughs) It wasn't working for you. And I really feel like, you know, as moms, we don't usually feel like we're able to find the help or able to actually have someone help us a lot of the times. So the fact that you found something and it actually worked, you didn't feel like I'm stuck and then you stayed stuck and it just created a huge change for you. I would love to know, like, as you grew with this process, like, what things that you understand a little different, like, that you wish you would have known in the beginning half? Yeah. So number one was, like, you know, the sleep environment. I had, I knew nothing about sleep environment of the baby. I was, I was having my baby sleep in the environment I was sleeping and that was totally wrong, not working. And, and, you know, the different milestones, you know, the babies are like, you know, they're growing every month and with their growth affects their sleep. And I didn't know, like, you know, I was like four to six weeks. I did not know that they're supposed to go. If I had known, I would have been better prepared, you know, and I have been added, um, like, you know, keep doing the same thing that helped my baby. But I was like, I did not know the science behind it. Like, you know, why, why is she doing what she's doing? Like, I had no idea. And I was like, you know, I I had no insight into it. So 
I was like, uh, this was like a huge uh, thing for me to understand the science behind the sleep, like why they're sleeping, when they're sleeping, how they should be sleeping and, uh, you know, what they should not be doing right before the bed, what they should not be eating right before the bed, you know. So all these things, uh, most of the moms don't know. And, you know, there's ton of materials available online, you know, and there's ton of free materials. But when you are tired and when you're exhausted, you don't want to look through those 900 comments to find a solution for yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm sure my pediatrician said dad should put the baby to bed. I was, But that was not working for me. My husband used to work like long hours and I won't expect him to, you know, um, be on the baby duty. <laughs> and she, the baby will smell you. So let dad put baby. I, it was not a solution for me. So no, every family is unique. Every family situation is unique. So it's not one size fits all. That's big learning I got from my experience and helping other families as well. That part that you just said is so accurate. There is no one size fit all. I say that so often, like when it comes down to motherhood, everything is just so different. Our babies are like little individuals and they come out with their own personalities, their own needs. Like everything is so specialized to that baby. You know, even if you have multiples, with the same genes, they're all different. Like I can honestly say that for each of my kids, like none of them got parented the same because every single one of them felt differently, acted differently. And I had a different experience literally with each of my kids. So yeah, I completely agree with that. And I love the fact that you decided to implement this the way that you parent your babies. That's really smart. I would love to know, like, when it comes down to like trying to figure out like what things are telltales for deciding that, you know what, I actually might need to just go ahead and get assistance. Because I know for me, in the beginning, you're just trying to figure it out, but you don't really know like, okay, when is it to the point that, okay, I might actually need to go and get help versus just trying to get advice or look it up. What would you recommend? So for me, I want to say, you know, it's our society also, you know, mom, if they're sleep deprived, it's considered like a badge of honor. I was like, no, it's not a badge of honor. You, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You're an empty cup right now. So, you know, I was in the same situation, like I was sleep deprived and I, I was not enjoying motherhood, you know, because uh, and I was at, at that point where it was like my baby is not getting enough sleep, first of all, and which is very important for her development. And I was, I was having that mom guilt that I'm not able to put her to sleep. She should, pediatrician is saying she should be sleeping through the night. And if, if she's not getting the night's rest, which is called the restorative sleep, which is very important for baby's developmental growth. So I was having this mom guilt and I was, and plus I was not having any sleep for myself. So I was, uh, that was my breaking point. I was like, okay, I have tried enough. Now I need a professional help for myself something that can work in my situation. So when I picked up the call and I've called like a bunch of uh, sleep con consultants at that time, and plus I had a very low threshold of crying. <laughs> now as a sleep consultant, I don't tell that to my clients, but as a mom at that time, I had a very low threshold of crying. So I, uh, the, the consultant I talked to and I really connected with her. She understood my situation. I told her, okay, I'm the one who's going to put down the baby 
too bad so if you are the one saying that someone else that's not an option for me so that really you know connected with me the way she spoke to me and the way she listened to me and understood and empathized that really uh, gave me a confidence and trust that yes i can do this and that's the same organization i got trained with you have to understand that don't glorify the sleep deprivation like you know the society as well like you know mom needs their rest and so do the baby so that was my point uh, that i i need professional help this is the point i i need this for my family that is so accurate i love the fact that you said for one that you knew that you needed this for you more than anything, because it was just becoming too much. And I know for a fact, like I couldn't handle the cry either. It was a lot for me and it made me feel bad, honestly, hearing it over and over. And I would start to get to the point like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing wrong? You start to beat yourself up a little bit because you're like, okay, this should be natural. Like if I'm rocking them and that should help, that's not working. If I'm doing this, this should work. They said this will work. Why is it not working? And when you're a new mom, it makes you feel even worse than that because now you're new to this motherhood thing and now you feel like a failure to it and you feel like this should be something that you should have had like a click automatically like this, I got it. And you don't. So, oh my goodness. I love that you put that out there because that was something I struggle with and I felt horrible. Like I literally dealt with that in silence. And that's something we do frequently. We deal with it and we are like suffering and we're not really telling anybody that we feel guilty right now. Like my baby's not doing this and this, like, what is your baby doing? We don't even do that sometimes because now we're like, dang, they're going to judge me because I'm sure they know what they're doing. I don't know. And so now I'm, I'm just going to figure it out. And then you try to figure it out and it doesn't change. So the fact that you were like, you know what, I'm going to say something. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make myself feel better and feel more confident as a mama. And my baby's going to be happier. And it's going to be a mutual happiness going on versus me trying to figure it out. And I'm stressed. So I love that. Now, one other thing I would love to know is do the dads ever get involved? Like, I'm curious because I know, you know, as moms, we do a lot, tend to stay up with them the most too, especially if you're nursing. Cause I know I was just up all types of crazy hours. So, so I get that, but I know some dads like to be more involved and they like to have the babies, you know, connect with them and smell them and all those things. So how does that work? So that's a very great point. And I also wanted to connect on, I really connected with your point of mom suffering silently. And that's what I always tell, like whenever I am um, and doing outreach, that you don't have to suffer silently. Like you have help. And if you have reached out to the help for help, that's the bravest step you have already taken. So that's the hardest part that you have already conquered. And another thing I really like that you mentioned is that I don't judge moms. I don't care what you've been doing. I just want to make things right now. I will hold your hand and I will be there, your cheerleader, to make things right. I'm not going to judge you on what things you were doing because I was the same mom. Whenever I talk to clients, it's like a judgment-free zone. Like you can tell me whatever you want, whatever you've been doing, and then we are going to make things right. Like we are going to figure it out together. So that's that's like we are a team, like, you know, because I really connect with moms because I've been the same mom. I've been doing tons of things wrong. <laughs> 
So that really, uh, really connected with me that you pointed it out. Um, regarding dad, so my husband was really like an hands-on father and he used to uh, contribute however he could despite those long hours. So I had a great support. Then I decided um, to sleep train. He was by my side. He, you know, supported me. And I, whenever I recall, and I even sometimes I go back to those emails that I used to email my sleep consultant <laughs> when I was doing the training and she used to ask me the law, you know, the first three nights for me was really grueling, like as a mom. And if it would not for him, <laughs> I don't think I would have survived that first night of uh, uh, sleep training for my own daughter. So I get that when mothers have those, you know, anxiety of crying. Um, you know, I, I know that because I come from that place. So I really educate them and, you know, help them to not give up. You know, just first three nights are going to be really grueling. grueling but just remember why we are doing this why we are doing this you know this why is really important and my husband really helped me at that time that uh, no you have to be strong like this just for this one night you have to be and i really really like appreciate that help from him you know sometimes even if you're not there physically that mental support from husband or your spouse or your partner goes a long way like a lot of moms i talk to sometimes parents are not on the same page and that's the first thing. Whenever I talk to a mom, I make sure that both the partners are there on that call so that I'm speaking to both of them. The both of them should ask me questions directly. And I make sure because if they're not on the same page, the nanny, the grandparents or the partners, whoever is taking care of the baby, that will be a setback to our process. So anyone who's in the primary caregiver of the baby should be on the same page. And I try to bring them to have this conversation that, you know, and if they are not ready, then I, I just don't take them on. I said, well, you are not ready for this. You have to be ready for this to, um, you know, be able to get that sleep. So it's a lot that we ask from parents and I understand that, but I just keep reminding them that just why this, why is really important. And um, I, I get that. And so I try to bring them to a, a mutual ground but yes um, anyone who is like a primary caregiver of the baby should be on the same page that I really make sure when I'm talking to parents I love that you said that because I was about to ask you too like well what if they are not the only ones watching the babies like what do you do then you know so I love that you said if you're gonna be watching the babies please be included because that makes a huge difference you know how when we involve the family, sometimes they want to do their own thing. And I used to do this and I used to do that. Let me do this with the baby. And that can just honestly, if everybody's not like, like one, it can be all over the place. And that can be frustrating, especially when you're new and you're trying to figure it out as it is. And now everyone has all these different opinions and you're trying to learn something new to make it better but everyone's not on the same page. So I like that you are involving everyone. Everyone be on the call. Everyone be on the same page. Everyone learn the same things so that you're doing the same things. So important. I love that. So I would love to know, like when bringing on, say for instance, new mamas, is the advice the same for new moms and for older type, like veteran moms, or is it like catered? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so that's a great question. So every sleep consulting advice is through age groups. 
So zero to four months, uh, we don't sleep train as per se, but we work on providing the right sleep environment, the, the sleep, you know, the swaddling in and not the schedule per se, but like what to do with the baby, you know, we basically follow eat, play, sleep routine, zero to four months. So we don't really sleep train, baby's not ready. Um, for sleep training but then then we have different age groups so um, every age group has different types of techniques that are more successful that I have seen in my experience so basically we go by the wake windows of every age group and we try to come out with a routine for different age groups so every age group will have a different routine and different awake time bedtime and and then different sleep training techniques that we try with different age groups. So yeah, so toddlers have a different set of uh, training that we require, different set of routine, different routine. And then then there are like four to six months where they're just we are just starting to you know this world of sleep training. And then we have six to twelve months. So yeah, so every age group has different needs. They have different routines. They have different feeding times and uh, different training techniques. So, and it also depends on the family's philosophy also, like what is their philosophy towards crying, towards parenting, how do they feel? And then we try to customize our solution according to that family, their family dynamics. Sometimes, you know, they have to pick up other kids from daycare or school. So how to accommodate that so that it doesn't, you know, um, disturb the routine much. So on based on that family inputs, we try to work around it and see that they achieve their sleep goals. I love that. I love that it goes according to like the baby's growth. I was curious about that. And I would also love to know, like, say, for instance, they haven't had the baby yet, but they want to just be educated. Could they do that or would they need to wait till the baby was physically here? No, I think that's a good place to start when like eight month or nine month into pregnancy. Um, if you start reading about newborn care, uh, that goes a long way. Um, so I do provide newborn guides to moms uh, who have new babies who've just given birth or who are expecting. So there are a bunch of information regarding feeding, nutrition, their routine, how to calm a fussing baby. So there are different techniques included in it that the moms can try to put, you know, to calm a baby. Uh, there's a lot of education at that time, you know. If those foundations are set that at that time, it goes a long way in helping babies sleep through the night. They may not even have to sleep train their baby if their foundations are, you know, set at that time. So there are some healthy sleep foundation that we try to implement right and when the baby is born that helps uh, the baby in the long run to you know have that uh, trying to sleep fall asleep independently or those self soothing techniques so and then uh, even after you know uh, newborn stage uh, even if your baby you know has been not been waking up and you know he's it's been going on then there comes those growth spurts so really having that education to expect 
when to expect a growth spurt in the baby also prepares you mentally that, okay, there's going to be some regression, some setbacks in sleep because of this developmental growth that my baby is experiencing right now. So having that education uh, is really important so that you're not feeling like lost, like, you know, what happened? My baby was sleeping so well, like last night and today is like, is a different baby. So, uh, so those shocks, are not not going to be there because you're prepared and you know what to do. So it's really important to have that education, you know, with right when you have a newborn. So that's a really important point you pointed out. I love that because I was curious, something in my head, like I can only imagine if you're coming home and you want to start this later on, but your baby's already been doing certain things and everything. So that would be so nice having something to wear you understand it better. You're kind of a little bit pre-prepped for what if this and what is that. So it kind of calms the nerves a little bit of like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit, you know, a little bit. And you don't feel as if you're just kind of going in with like deer headlights trying to like figure it out and you're confused and everything. You have a little bit to work on. So that's so awesome. So I would love to know how could they follow you if they wanted to ask you a couple more questions, get to know you and potentially ask for your services. Like how could they get in contact? I have a Facebook page called the Nest to Nurture. Uh, com. So I have an FB page and I have the Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I have my email, mysleepplan at gmail.com. So just DM me on my Facebook page or Instagram or email me at mysleepplan at gmail.com. And yes, I am ready to hop on on a call with any mom who's looking for help and see how can I help? Well, I just want to say thank you so much for giving my mama so much information, so much to consider, you know, and honestly helping them know that there is someone that can help them, that you don't have to tough this out by yourself. You don't have to struggle with issues that, you know, are unknown to you because you're still new to this thing. And we're not supposed to know everything. We're moms. We're supposed to learn as we grow. So this will definitely give them something to work with. And I just appreciate your knowledge. I thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. That's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram. Well, I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.